Thanks for tuning in to Rebirth. This is an episode between you and me, and is a small one going out to talk about silence and serendipity. So the book is coming out this month, right? And that's a big deal. It's a big deal because it's something, I talked about that actually before with you. It's something that was been in my field and I didn't realize it for a long time. And I thought it was going to look a very different way. And, um, and then here it came and it didn't come at an easy time and it still happened. And I'm, I'm, I'm in the digestion process of that. And what I'm coming on to share with you is Domodoro Cordua, who has a, um, podcast of his own called the empowered connections asked me this question that stuck with me because it, it kind of cracked the veneer, um, of, of what's been going on. Right. So he said, you know, you're talking about serendipity and what would you say to someone who said, I'm doing everything, you know, right. I'm doing, I'm doing all the things and I'm not seeing any signs. And I would say, uh, you know, that was where I was for the past like three years of my life that I was in a lot of silence and that's why now I'm celebrating a lot of serendipity and, and silence when I'm content and connected is a gorgeous sound, but silence when you're confused and you're looking for feedback and I'm not really, I'm not using the word feedback interchangeably with opinions. I'm, I'm using feedback as internal compass and feeling aligned with your life and being on purpose. That silence can be incredibly disorienting. And I'm, and I'm looking at this book that, that kind of birthed itself. I mean, it's heavy with the birthing imagery. And the first chapter, now that I look back at it, says expect resistance and watch for serendipity. And, you know, I remember in February of 2020, when I had a conversation with the Wharton business coach about, you know, the, the conversation was supposed to be me helping, well, uh, her helping me reposition my business in a coaching environment and, and the relationship traveled on and it ended up being this reciprocal balance between her helping me to move my work off of the table and me helping her embrace her intuitive skills and, and leaving that uh, linear mindset in, in, in so many ways. But I bring her up because I remember when I was talking to her on the phone, I can remember the coldness of the linoleum floor in the silence and I'm, I knew in that voice in my head that my life was about to change in a lot of ways. I was wrong in the how. I was hopping on a plane several weeks later to start teaching again in Kauai. And I thought that, that I had arrived back at this place where I would be teaching and splitting my time between coast and coast again. But that's not what happened. Um, and it seemed like everything was lining up from one way and then it kind of pivoted. And at the end of that training, I was like, oh, that was really good. And I remember having dinner with my best friend at her house. She made dinner. And it was the first time I had been without my son since he was born, really. And I woke up that next morning and I knew something had changed. I knew a chapter had closed. I had no idea what chapter was opening. I had no idea how much dissolution was coming in my life. And I'm not even talking about the global situation I'm talking about my life personally. And then it went in tandem, right? So then everything was dissolving. Like my personal track was dissolving. And then the way you orient in a larger realm was dissolving. And here's what I have to say about that silence. That silence to me ends up being a little bit even more disorienting because the silence when I'm in alignment and I know 
that's a great silence. You know, so it's like I can keep going and serendipity can find me, you know, those, those back view mirror confirmations to keep going. But what I can tell you about what happened when you're in that confusion is that whatever you learn about yourself in those moments, those can't get taken away. What you uncover in the dark of yourself, what you decide to feel your way through, walk or crawl your way towards to the next place without confirmation, without anyone knowing, that growth doesn't leave. That, that's not something that you forget. It's not like you're learning a fact and then you circle back and come back again. It, it's, it's altering you on a cellular level, but then it, then it begs you to, to have grown a new skill set and, and, and I'm realizing now that it takes time. And you, you think I would have known that since during that time I was writing a book called Rebirth um, that was focused on other people. And I think it's all about polarity, right? Like, So if you're someone that's always focused on yourself and never focused on others, then life needs you to focus on other people. But if you're someone that always focuses on others and the output is way bigger than the input, then life is going to for- force you to focus on the inclusion of yourself. And then in that alchemy of the selflessness being recalibrated so that worthiness exists in the service, you become an unstoppable force. You toggle between silence and serendipity and you don't need either of them, but you notice both. So if you are in a place right now where things are confusing, keep going. If you're in a place right now where you're celebrating, keep going. And if you're in a place where my words are annoying you, I understand that. (laughs) I understand that because I understood that when I was frustrated and I knew to be grateful, then I would hear things that remind me where my mindset is supposed to be. And then I would be more frustrated. And then I would get upset with myself because I knew that my several layers of frustration and overcompensation were just creating more layers for me to undo. And I just couldn't stop it. And um, I think what ends up happening is, is grace. You just keep getting worked and worked and scrubbed and scraped until all of a sudden something changes and you, you, you wake up one morning and the light is shining differently and you, you don't know where, what land you're standing on, but you know you've found new one. If you're in the, midst, in the midst of change and you're in the midst of resistance, expect the resistance and wait for serendipity. Keep going. Whether you're in silence or you're, or you're not, just keep going. And then when serendipity arrives, when the muse comes back, when grace reveals that it was always there, you just couldn't perceive it, you will have created and crafted for yourself the tools to embrace it. I promise you. If you're listening to this podcast early, we're going to be writing about this on Wednesday, whatever the first Wednesday of September is. Um, silence and serendipity. It's just an, an hour, creative hour, because that is really where I'm finding my place, is to reignite imagination and creativity. In a world that is really pushing me to be an either or, I'm going to go lean into the and. I'm going to go lean back into creativity for the sake of joy and beauty. I'm going to command forth something more. I'm going to expect it. I'm going to create it. And we're going to do it together. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.